BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into today's episode, we need to talk about a little thing called Match. Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or anyone, choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less is incredible. And Match's latest study of over 5,000 U.S. singles says there's a new triple threat on the dating horizon, therapy, self-care, and emotional maturity. Like, wow, guys, that makes me want to be dating right now. 87% of singles say it's very important for their partner to prioritize their mental health, and 81% report they engage in self-care at least monthly. Two-thirds of singles want to better their mental health, including 71% of Gen Z and 75% of millennials. Two-thirds of singles are open to therapy, including 73% of young singles. That is crazy, guys. If you do you, you already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first. There's never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. I feel like we know so many people or couples that have met on Match. When I think about couples who met online and have a successful marriage, it's actually all people from Match. We're talking about dating and love and relationships on this podcast all the time. And we all know someone who has met their person on Match. So again, there has never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. I need y'all to DM me and let me know how your dates are going. Like, how fun, right? Anyways, download the Match app today. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. Or if you are new here, welcome back. No, if you're new here, hello. My name is Kinsey and I am the host. Today, we have Raina Roberts on the show, who is a better person than I am because she doesn't even use any of her personal accomplishments for her own personal gain. We talk about this pretty quickly in the episode. And it was just so inspiring. Like, she's not even doing anything out of spite. And one thing about me, I'm all talk. It's important to note that I really do take the high road and I would like to take the high road less in 2023 because if my song, if I'm a country star, okay, and I have the Monday Night Football song, look, I am using that against all my ex-boyfriends. You know what I mean? And I said I wouldn't hear and because at the end of the day, I really wouldn't at that point in my life. But I think my 2023 resolution, if you will, will be to be using um, a little bit more spite 
because I find that it's a little bit more fun. And my reasoning is that I just take life too seriously. So anyways, not to make it about me, but the fact that I just made it about me in the first minute of the podcast, we will be talking about Raina, I swear. But before we get into the interview, I have a few little things to say. First off, Dear Media is running the Cyber Monday week sale. So from this past Monday until this upcoming Monday, we are doing a sale on merch. That's 50% off crewnecks, shorts, the Sophie shorts, the spirit jersey, the crew, like so many things. And whatever we have left in, in like inventory, by the way, like it probably will all be gone. Oh, they had the wine tumbler too, that tumbler that I use for water like all the time on my walks. I'm obsessed with it. We have a few of those left. And then we also have the Breadwinning Housewife Home Collection that launched like a few weeks ago, and that is 15% off. So if y'all are looking for a good Christmas gift for yourself, for someone in your life, or you want someone to buy this for you, send them this episode. It is all available and on sale until Monday. So you want to buy that as soon as possible. And also, for those of you who are interested, the Okine Puff Bag launches today. So again, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you already know all this stuff. And you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I've just decided. I will be giving away a puff bag. Now I'm, I'm really in the holiday spirit, okay? The Okine Puff Bag, it's the purse that we released They're my brand, The O-Kind. I don't know why I had to say it that way. You guys are not idiots. I'm so sorry. So anyone who reshares, like I will post a video reel to my feed of this episode. Post it on your story and comment below um, your favorite part of this episode. And I will pick someone by Monday to win a puff bag. Also, I'm going back on everything that I once said when I said I will never do Vlogmas again. And I am doing Vlogmas. So if you guys don't know, I have a YouTube channel. That's actually where I started. Vlogmas is where you post every day until Christmas. And I'm kind of doing Vlogmas. I'm just doing the first 12 days of Vlogmas. I think Danielle does that. A lot of people have like, you know, modified it because 25 days of Vlogmas is just not realistic. So I will be doing 12 days of Vlogmas. I've already been filming. The first video goes up today. I'm very excited. So if you guys are into that sort of thing, be sure to check out youtube.com slash Kenzie Elizabeth. All right. So without further ado, let's welcome Raina onto the show. She is a ball of light. So sweet. So nice. She's been like kind of on the internet for a very long time. She has an incredible voice. We're talking a lot about how to have the confidence to go after what you want with full force. She doesn't let anything stop her from what she wants. And I just think the world of her, her music's amazing. But just even as a person, she's incredible. And I think you guys are really going to like this. She has a really, really crazy life story, though. And I I just adore her. I think you guys are really going to love this episode. Oh, also, stay tuned for Monday's episode. It's our, you know, fifth episode of the month. I am doing an hour-long book. Well, the Brooke Michio book episode. We are talking nothing but books. I will be giving away a Kindle. It is very exciting. It is probably my favorite episode I've ever recorded, and y'all are going to love it. So stay tuned. Without further ado, let's welcome Raina on to the show. Something about you that I think is very cool is that you have a song on ESPN. Thank you. And have you, I don't want to put this in your head if it's not there, nope, but have you ahead. ever thought about how that would be the one thing that you could haunt like every ex or every person like you could ever talk to or whatever because mm-hmm. ESPN is so big they can't get away from you that's funny I actually I, I'm in my first relationship so I, I never even Got had it. the exes but like if no I feel like even when I like reach certain levels like when I get to the point where my music's everywhere uh-huh. like if I go into any room and it's playing I still won't feel a kind of way about people who 
I, I don't talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're not wasting your energy on that. Mm-mm. I didn't think, I'm actually naturally way more like that, but I was mm-hmm. telling someone about this. I was like, you know the song? And I was explaining it. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, imagine yeah. your ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. constantly listening to that when they like <laughs> want to watch sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do I do know what you mean. I do think about like- <laughs> It is funny. The pe- yeah, like the people, the people um like, you can't escape really the radio and like you're watching movies and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. You can't escape those songs. So if you yeah. know that person, it's very interesting. Like I think about my friends who are in the music industry and when I hear their song- songs come on, wh- whether I'm like walking somewhere or listening on the radio or something, and I'm like, oh, like I love this person. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm like, oh, I imagine that, but you know, that was it. <laughs> imagine though, I think about this a lot when I hear something like, Imagine like the biggest artist in the world being your first love or your ex-boyfriend something that you're heartbroken over yeah. and you're going through that yep. and then everywhere you go their music is like that's tough. You've got to think about that before you get into these relationships. See, I haven't thought about it from like the other side. Like I've always I've always thought about it like one day when I Because you are the artist. Right. So naturally. Yeah. I'm like I'm like oh man. But also when I write about certain people like my ba- like the ballads I write cuz that's what I feel like I'm best at writing ballads and like really uh, like heartbreak songs. And I think about the people I've written them about. I I will tell that person that I've written that song about them, but that's because I've typically known that person for a long time. And it's not a, it's not a, like a a FU kind of thing. It's more so, oh, I was feeling this way. And this is the results of that. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how it feels when they listen to the song or if they'll hear it on the radio one day. If it's going to be like, oh shit, she wrote that about me. That's weird. So do you just reach out and say, hey, I wrote a song about you. And by the way, it's actually about to be released. Like, what's your timeline? (laughs) Well, like most of the people I've written songs about are like I've known for years. So people like maybe like friends I've like had crushes on stuff like that, but like didn't feel the same way. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to my heart's broken. I'm going to write a song. I'd be like, dude, I wrote this song about you. I don't feel that way. I don't feel this way anymore. But here you go. Did they know (laughs) that you had crushes on them? Like all of them? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. It's so a- it didn't come as a complete shock to them. No, no, no it wasn't okay, shocking. It was just like that sounds like you. Let me hear it. <laughs> There's usually like, oh, that I inspired you to do this. Like, I can't wait to hear it. Or I'm, I'm honored that you wrote a song about me. It'd be like that, as opposed to like, oh shit. Because yeah. <laughs> they're not mean. Like they're not nah. mean spirit. No, nah, no, nah. they're all they're all really great people. But also, I haven't really had any like dating experience and all that kind of stuff. So. There wouldn't be anybody that'd be like, oh, shit, she probably said some crazy stuff about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the stuff that is more crazy happens, like, way younger. Like I <laughs> Probably, yeah. You know, I think about my friends. The relationships that I saw in high school mm-hmm. were, like, actually some of the most toxic things I've ever that seen in my life. Because be. yeah. you're, like, less emotionally mature. You're underdeveloped. Right. You know, whatever. But I think a lot of that, like— yeah. That's why I'm like, I wish that I, honestly, I mean, I'm just turned 25. Mm-hmm. I kind I of wish too. that I wouldn't have loved that. When did your, was your birthday? I was going to ask when was your August birthday? 1st. August 15th. Are you a Leo? I am. Oh my God. That makes <laughs> sense. Okay. Yeah, I think I wish that I would have not dated, to be honest with you, ever. <laughs> like, I really do. And I dated some great guys, but yeah. I just like wasn't worth it. You yeah, know? I, yeah. Have you dated like a lot of like have you had a few boyfriends? And yeah, that's why you feel okay. I got you. Yeah, that I'm literally first one. So and I'm that's so exciting. I'm 24 first first guy that's, I've dated. That's really great for you. I love it. Um, it's it's been interesting because typically you know everybody's had dating experience before, so they so they kind of know the way things work. Me, I 
I don't. <laughs> but at the same time, so, you don't have like the baggage. That's you know what fair. I mean? Right. I don't have the baggage. I just have the non-experience. But, you know, it's 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 been working out. So I'm 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 happy about it. But there's a lot of things that <laughs> I'm figuring out about myself too, like on this on this, you know, new journey. This new journey for yeah, you. I love this journey. for you. I love it's this exciting. for me too. It's very How long have you been together? Let me see. I want to say six months now. So than that. Yeah, about six months or so. I yeah, love that very, for you. Yeah, he's he's very, <laughs> he's great. I think he's awesome. He's like a whole knight. So sweet. You're just like such a positive like ball of energy. <laughs> Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Rena's hair is actually incredible. We were talking about this earlier. I didn't even think about this. So I she came in and I was like, your hair looks so good. I can't get over it. And then you said that everyone thinks that you look like a superhero now. <laughs> right. Yes. But it, you time. also wear these really cool outfits. Like right now, right, this is like a superhero fair. fit. I, you know what? I that makes sense. I'm I'm such a nerd, and I love like, <laughs> and I love watching like superheroes, supervillains, and I love their style. And I'm like, oh, I want I want that outfit. So I started getting outfits that are like similar. So I'm like, okay, it makes sense. So people are like, oh, you look like you you're gonna go avenge something. And I'm like, yeah. I feel that. I like it. Some brand. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, take us back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? Well, you're you were mm-hmm. born in Alaska, right? I was born in Alaska. That is so random. It's my parents are military. Yeah, so it, it makes sense. But right. it's just like it's a cool place to be from. Yeah. <laughs> no, I literally like know no one who's from Alaska. I know that's typically the answer I get when, yeah. when people are like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like everywhere you're like where's your hometown I'm like I don't think I don't know if I necessarily have one but yeah I was in Alaska until I was four years old I don't remember a lot I just kind of remember basically snow sledding a little bit Mm -hmm. and it being very very cold other than that though I can't really I don't have a lot of memories um of being in Alaska and then we moved to Alabama for a few years that's where my mom's family's from and then we moved to California got it so yeah it's been a few very different very different states how did that affect you as a child I think very positively, actually, because I'm very comfortable being in any any setting, any any environment. Yeah, very adaptable. I don't want to say any environment because I'm sure there's environments I haven't been in. So I wouldn't I wouldn't know. But um, so far, I've been able to acclimate to, you know, different different settings. So I feel like it taught me to be adaptable, like you said. Mm -hmm. Right. Wait. So where are you from? You're saying earlier. Yeah. So I I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. I moved to Texas when I was two. And mm-hmm. then we moved around throughout Texas a ton. Yeah. And then I was probably like nine when we moved to like what I say like my hometown is. Mm-hmm. And then but even then I was like switching schools and stuff. Yeah. But we were when I say we moved a lot, like we were moving all around. And then mm-hmm. act, we were moving throughout my town a ton because my parents got forced to move, remarried, you move a ton. Yeah. And then I moved to L.A. from 17 to 22. And then I moved to Dallas. <laughs> That's like the perfect time. Yeah, it? right? I'm like, <laughs> me too. Yeah, so I was like, there we go. And then I moved to Dallas at 23 and I'm 25 now. So. Okay, got you. Yeah, that was, I was in L.A. specifically, I think, 19 and 22 also. 21 or 22. But we yeah. We must have been there at the same time. Though. Probably. Where, where where did you go? I Like, where did I go out or where did I live? Uh, <laughs> both. So I actually, de- okay, depending on the time. Like, I first moved there. Mm-hmm. I was... 17 yeah. so everyone like we lived like we my roommates were going to fed up so we like, lived okay. downtown yeah and then i like was dating guys at usc so mm-hmm. like i basically went to usc like there were times where people <laughs> thought i was like literally a student there yeah and then i like st- i was just working all the time and i stopped going out for a while mm-hmm. but i lived downtown i lived in studio city okay got you i i didn't spend a lot of time in studio city i lived at 1600 vine okay yeah like, right on, right on vine street yes for like uh, three and a half years, I want to say. Where literally everyone also from Vine lived. 
yes, 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 they did. It was yes. so so interesting. Um, all the all the social media and people that live there. That was an experience. I didn't really go out, so I didn't I didn't go to like bars and clubs. I actually don't think I went to my first bar until I went to Nashville, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. I didn't. I go out all the time now. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't go out much when I lived in LA. In LA. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. I was like, it's a different a- beast. It's not my thing. To, yeah, it's very. It's not my thing either. Like, I, like my friends would go and they'd be like, "You want to go?" I'm like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay home and I'm gonna write some songs." Yeah, but in general, they're like, I keep to myself anyway, and that's not my environment. Like, if somebody brings me to a party, I'll probably be on the wall. Like, where yeah. the wall. <laughs> what what is your social life like in Nashville? In terms of like having friends and stuff, and yeah, like, yeah. Re- and like, what do you like to do for fun? Yeah. Do I have friends? <laughs> like, yeah, well, friends. actually, <laughs> next question. <laughs> I've made like a a great group of friends here that I enjoy spending time with when whenever we can go out because they're also artists. So it's always like trying to align our schedules. I actually didn't start going out like to bars or like clubs or anything until my boyfriend like. <laughs> I had probably been to like a, a handful of bars and I met him here at the Nashville airport. So wait, you guys met at the airport? We met at the airport. That's literally like the start of a YA book. <laughs> I know. Wait, so can you, how did you meet at the airport? Basically, we were in like the security, it was like 5 a.m. because um, I don't know why it was so early, such an early flight. I was going to California and I got in line behind him. Um, it was a super long security line. And then he just started talking to me. And I remember thinking, why is this gorgeous man talking to me? I look crazy right now. <laughs> Naturally. I looked so wild that day. And he was going to California too. And it was cool because we actually found out that our families live in Fresno, which is a super yeah. small town in California that almost no one knows about. And after talking and stuff, we went to California like separately. And then when I came back here, I was like, hey, I want to hang out. Let's do something. And so we went to a bar on in 12 South uh-huh. and then went a few bars after that. <laughs> and then I kind of got to know like what it's like to go out and like party and experience that lifestyle. So like was 24. it 24? Was it your idea to go to the bar or was it his idea? <laughs> to go? Okay. So when you're like, oh, my God, I don't do this. Like, were you nervous? I wasn't nervous. I was just like, uh. I'm very, like, structured. Like, I'm not a very spontaneous person. I'm, just, I'm exactly the same way. And yeah. I, like, he's the exact opposite. Yeah. He's super spontaneous. So it started out as, like, hey, let's go to Jenny's ice cream. And then he was, like, hey, there's a bar next door. You want to go? And I was, like, why not? Let's, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's live let's a little. Go, yeah, let's go try it. And that led to, like, other bars and karaoke and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that actually kind of <laughs> opened up my world to new things because— I didn't I didn't have that experience before. I didn't I didn't do those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually nice though. One, I love going out, but mm-hmm. I have to like know that I'm gonna go out. I don't like doing I'm very routine. I'm yeah. structured. I have my, you know, and I want someone who's spontaneous. Yeah. Because I'm not spontaneous. Right, like right. I have I'm like, this is what I'm doing, that's yeah. it. Like, you know, there's just no way. I think it's interesting because like I <laughs> I'm I'm either like I'm kind of extreme. I'm either like kind of really serious or like really like funny and like actually, bubbly. Yeah. And um and I like having like a way to do things. And he'll be like, hey, let's just go try this random food place. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. And he'll be like, let's just try it. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll try it. But yeah, I've, I feel like I've I've grown and I've learned to actually live more and not be so like focused on work like 24-7. Yeah. Like set in your ways. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm very open to, I'm open to doing new things, but it's typically not something that 
I'm going to think of. It yeah. would have to be someone making a suggestion like, oh, let's go do this. And I'm like, ah, sure, let's go try it. <laughs> like you're not the one making that plan. Hell no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no way. Nope. That is music to my ears. Anyone knows what that sound is? It is the best kind of notification. That is the sound of a sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. We actually use Shopify for the O-Kind, so when I get those notifications throughout the day, I love it. Hopefully, I'll be getting a lot today because we do have the new O-Kind puff bag launching. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you are selling merch or, in my case, the Okai, my clothing brand, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. Shopify has made it so much easier to start an online store. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business from an in-person point of sale system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It is how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify and you can too. This podcast, my YouTube channel, really just started more as a hobby and then it turned into something a little bit bigger. And from there, I was able to start my own brand, The Okine, which we use Shopify. We live and die by Shopify, honestly. And it has been so helpful. It's really made the process of starting a brand, which is obviously a very difficult thing to do. It's made it so much easier. And getting that first sale feeling and just the simplicity of starting on Shopify makes it all worth it. So when you are ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it is your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash I love you all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash I love you to start selling online today. Again, that is shopify.com slash I love you. Hi, I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. I'm so excited to announce Dear Media's first ever daily show, Good Instincts. If you've ever found it challenging to eat thoughtfully while juggling a busy schedule, then this show is for you. Instead of aiming to simply eat healthier, we'll focus on tips and mindset shifts that streamline the process. Because balance is key, and the less complicated, the better. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. Available wherever you get your podcasts. It is the holiday season every year on the podcast. I say the same things about how I just love the holiday season and my my love language in how I show love is gift giving. There is nothing I love more in this world. I get way more excited to give people gifts than I think they even are to receive them, right? Like I am obsessed, okay? So if you're still not sure what to give your favorite people, Macy's Gift Finder makes it so easy to get your mom, grandpa, or BFF a dream gift at any budget from Lux to $15 and under. They're also really good for White Elephant as well. Check out these gift ideas at macy's.com slash gift finder. 
little life hack, something I like to do in the holiday season is when I see something that's a good gift that's a little bit like less expensive, I like to just grab it and have it on hand because chances are I'll need something. Like I feel like so many people need stuff for the offices. I always have random Christmas parties. And if I don't use it, I can always add it into a gift that I feel like isn't quite done yet, you know? If you or someone special is a brand loyal till the end, Macy's has got designers four days Coach, UGG, Kylie Cosmetics, Free People, the list goes on and on. Or if you know who you're looking for, but you're stumped on what to get them, browse curated shops and gift lists for the jet setters, the one who has everything, the pet parent, plus so much more. And hey, if you are proudly in the I can get my gift shopping done the night before camp, treat yourself. Maybe you need a new set of fluffy house slippers or you want to get the like holiday vibe right with the ornaments, lights, and wreaths. Oh, and don't forget your R&R Essentials, your favorite skincare products. Again, check out all the gifts to feel holiday ready at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Okay, so back to growing up, you move around yeah. a ton. I did. I went to, when we lived in California, I went to three different high schools and I lived in, I want to say like, four or five different cities wow so. yeah it was it was interesting I also wrestled in high school which people think is very that is so cool different yeah thank you and so I had it I actually joined like three different wrestling teams because of the yeah. the different schools but yeah we moved a lot and that's that's probably also like why I'm comfortable like kind of I've always kept to myself because I'm used to having to leave yeah yeah basically you yeah. said that way better than I could have yeah <laughs> And like for once in my life, I'm not very well spoken. So I'm not either. I just am like I say things and then I'll listen back. I'm like that's actually not even what I meant. <laughs> but sure, I guess you're going with like, it. We'll go with that. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I can sing in front of as many, many people, like thousands, thousands of people. Talking though, I, that's not it's not tough. my strong suit at all. Nope. Do you get nervous before you go on stage? Mm-mm, nope. I do get nervous when I have to talk though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I know I love going on stage. I'm like, yay, like this is my my favorite thing to do. Like I feel like that's what I've been created to do. But you know, if I have to if I had to talk in front of like a room full of people, yeah, I'd <laughs> I'd get super nervous. Yeah, you're like, no, I'd thanks. have to give myself a yeah, a whole pep talk. I'm like, you can do this. Yeah. Like sit, you're staring at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> like I was made for this moment. Yeah, just, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you can do it, you can do it. But yeah, so I feel like living in different different cities definitely. <laughs> I feel like it kind of matured me also like mm-hmm. a lot faster. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It really prepared you. Yeah. Definitely prepared me for the lifestyle of an, of, of an artist because we're yeah. always going somewhere. Always flying to different cities and moving. Do you like that aspect of it even now? I do. I love okay, it. That's good. I love going to like different hotels, different places and, and performing and then going somewhere else. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like being stationary for too long because I'm like, I feel like I need to be doing something. I need to I need to go somewhere. It's also never been your normal. That's true. You know what I mean? I never thought about it like that. That's a good. That's a great point. It's kind of similar to when people who grew up in a chaotic home. Yep. Family, whatever it is. Yep. When you're older and you are like in more like relationships or whatever. Yeah. You find comfort in chaos. Yes, because so that's what you're used to. Yes, so it's why you kind of repeat the habits yeah. from your childhood. It's kind of, it's it's a cycle. like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's the cycle. and You have to learn to either, you know, break it if, it, if it's yeah. something that's unhealthy or not. You know yeah. what I mean? So when did country music mm-hmm. become a thing for you? 
Like in terms of like listening to it or do you mean like uh, like creating it? Listening, like the very beginning. Well, I grew up, my parents played everything for me. They played country, they played blues, classical, trap, gospel. They played everything. And so I, I've always grown up listening to country music. Like the very first song I did, like at talent shows and stuff, like when you're little, mm-hmm. I sang like a Gretchen Wilson song. I sang yeah. like Here for the Party and people are like, oh, that's so different. And at that time I was in elementary school and my school was in Compton. And I remember everybody looking at me like, oh, that's so different. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was so oblivious. I've always been such an oblivious person, <laughs> oblivious kid. And so I was just like, why did, why do people have that reaction to it? I'm just confused. I like, I love this song. And then, you know, now I'm, I'm like, yeah, I see why. They'd be like, that's so different, girl. But um, yeah, at the time, <laughs> I was just like, I love this song and I want to sing it. No, that's really funny. Yeah. I love that though. Yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> I've I've never been afraid to be myself. <laughs> even if even though I've I've been like always been considered like definitely like weird and like just different, but I've always just been like, yeah, <laughs> it, <laughs> that's just who I am. It's just who you are. It works for you. Yeah, it, it works for me. everyone to be who they are. But like, yeah, it, yeah. I feel like artists too specifically are. Oh, I don't want to say all, but like a good amount. I feel like are definitely like looked at as like different and like just. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess different is the only way I can think about it or articulate it. And then they grow when they grow up. It's just like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Like it all comes together. Yes. What's so interesting about this. So I like grew up on YouTube. Like Mm -hmm. I started with a YouTube channel. Yeah. And my friends and I would always talk about how when you're doing something that's a little Mm -hmm. bit like different than maybe Mm -hmm. like not everyone has a YouTube channel. Not everyone is maybe a singer. Not everyone, you know, like very even like theater kids. You think about like Mm -hmm. acting, right? Yeah. And it's weird to everyone until you've like quote made it exactly, and you then that it's way cool. Better. Yeah, <laughs> you and said then it way better than I can. No, but suddenly they're like, "Wait a second, hitting yeah. you up." You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. So I always try to think about that. Like, I hate when I think it's so cool when someone does something that's very even. Like, do you remember when like being a horse girl wasn't cool growing up or whatever? A horse like girl that was, was that. Okay, like girls who like rode horses. It was like the horse girl. Because like now Bella Hadid is Mm -hmm. a horse girl and like suddenly it's cool to love horses. Okay. But growing up, at least in Texas, people would be like, oh my God, she's a horse girl. But like, yes. And that was such a thing. And I'm like, but now it's cool. You know, like it's very weird what we pick and choose. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying that we don't always celebrate people who are doing something, quote, different. Right. Until it becomes iconic and then everybody wants to do it. Exactly. Until like it's deemed cool by them and whatever it was that's you know, financially, mm-hmm. success and whatever that is to you, fame, yeah. whatever that is, like yeah. suddenly it's cool. You know? Yeah. What's, it's like once you set the trend, like for, for some reason, it, at, at a specific point, it becomes like socially acceptable. And then everybody's like, oh, I want to do that same thing too. But yeah. yeah. Even as literal as like Birkenstocks used to be, can, Birkenstocks are like those clog type shoes. They're kind of trending on TikTok right now. I'll show you after. But okay. they used to be considered like really ugly. Okay. And now they're trending and cool and ev- they're selling out everywhere. I was shopping in Soho and there mm-hmm. was a line out, uh, around the corner for Birkenstocks. And I'm like, that is uh-huh. so crazy. I want, I'm so curious to see what they look like. like. They're like the clog shoes. You'll probably recognize them when I show you them. Because when I hear clog shoes, I have a picture in my mind. I'm like, those ones? That might be. Those ones? I think those are it. <laughs> yeah, I think that you know what you're talking about. Actually, <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Like, do you feel like you've been one of those people that feels like a trendsetter? I wouldn't say I feel like a trendsetter. I feel like I don't think it, which is weird because I'm very social and I'm yeah, friends you with are. everyone. That's what I was asking. Yeah. So like, I'm. I've always had friends and I've never mm-hmm. been the girl who was like bullied or made fun of. Even like having a YouTube channel in high school, everyone at my school was so nice to me. Yeah. But I didn't feel like I fully fit in in the sense of like when you are a volleyball player, 
you have friends who play volleyball. Right, right. right? right. So Definitely. like I didn't have friends who were doing what I was doing. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. I felt a little bit weird, even though I had great friends, mm-hmm. had a great experience. Yeah. But like naturally when you have a YouTube channel, it's like a weird thing to do, especially at that time. Especially, mm-hmm. Just in general, like you're sitting in your room talking to a camera. Like uh-huh. it's a weird thing to do. So I don't feel like I had people that I in my hometown that yep. I fully connected with on that way just because yep. when you have certain hobbies you, you know what I mean yeah I do know what you mean so I just felt like a little bit like weirder but I feel like as I've gotten older yeah it wasn't even about it becoming more established mm-hmm. it was more so like now everyone has like their own career and so we all For just sure. have our own career so now yep. I don't really feel that mm-hmm. difference because like we all do different things yep I know exactly you know what you so mean. it's not like I'm like oh everyone's a volleyball practice and I'm like I'm at home talking to a camera <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, that's a very hard thing to do. At least for me. Like, I think it's awesome that you know how to do that. What are you talking about? You're doing You're just talking right now. Yeah, but it's definitely different when, like, you're by yourself and you have oh. a camera and you have to just speak. Like, I've tried to do that so many times and it's just not, it's not for me. I, I don't have that the it, personality to it do feels, it. You have definitely the personality to do it, one. But it feels weird. You get used to it. It does feel mm-hmm. very weird. It's not, no, it's not a normal <laughs> thing to do. It is a weird thing to do. Like, it's not like I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, I was just doing this really, like, it's weird, you know? <laughs> I think, um, no, I think it's, I think it's really awesome that you can do it. It seems effortless when you do it. Thank you. It's, yeah, for sure. And I think, Things that are weird are like cool. So if you're listening to this podcast right now <laughs> and you have something you want to do and you feel like it's quote weird, mm-hmm. like you just do it. I would say absolutely do absolutely. it. Absolutely. My my uh friends and I were just talking a few days ago about this. Like I still have friends from high school, like two friends from high school. And um we were just talking about the random weird shit we would just do. And um, but like also thankful that we were comfortable enough and I don't want to say brave enough, that's not the right word, but like no, no <laughs> honestly brave enough didn't didn't care enough to do those things i yeah. would say like yeah mm-hmm. yep uh-huh. yeah we were going through our photos and i was like we did that didn't we <laughs> it's like oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing but also character building yeah at the same very time. character building character building that's a really good way to put it yeah that's the way that i think about it yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's the way that i have to <laughs> yeah for sure golden knows gifting okay Their founder, Chrissy, literally created Golden to make meaningful gifts to the people that she loves. So gifting is very near and dear to them. They make it really easy to make something meaningful. So you can choose your recipient's style from minimal to bold, silver to gold, and add personal inscriptions. Then they make their piece to order in their shop. Plus, all orders over $150 receive free U.S. rush shipping as an added bonus. That is amazing for everyone who waits until the last minute. They also have their 2022 gift guide. Their gift guide is currently live on their site with so many curated collections. It's easier than ever to find a special piece for someone on your list. I have so many pieces from Golden that I love and I literally live in. You can shop jewelry by budget, including their personalized picks for under $60. They also have their heirloom shop for solid 14 karat gold keepsakes that'll last a lifetime and then some. And then for the procrastinators, Shop the last-minute gift shop to find styles that'll ship the next day. Handmade also takes time, guys. Do not forget, all right? Shopping early means a smoother holiday season for their makers as well. So get your gifts orders in as soon as you can. It's going to relieve stress on both ends, okay? 
All of their pieces are designed in-house at their Washington studio, and almost all of them are still handmade there too. They partner with a few companies who specialize in super precise techniques, like setting the little tiny stones that they don't currently have the tools for in their studio, but most else is still handmade there. So much goes into every single piece that they create, and they'll even wrap each piece in a gift writing packaging designed by them in-house with letter press goodies, a care card, and polishing cloth inside. You can add a special message for your recipient at checkout and they will handwrite a note for them too. The boxes are so luxe. I say this in every read, but I'm telling you guys, it's just so fabulous. Use code ILYSM15 for 15% off all of your holiday orders. Visit golden.com, that's G-L-D-N.com to find the perfect gift and make it uniquely theirs. Okay, so let's talk about your country music career. Okay. You are absolutely <laughs> okay. killing it. You are popping off everywhere. Thank you. It is incredible. I'm coming up with new music. I can't wait. I'm so excited. No, that is so exciting. I like, I've been waiting for this for, I want to say like a year at least. For this specific music? Mm-hmm. Yep. Takes forever. See, I'm so impatient. Like that, would, besides my lack of music, like musical ability, mm-hmm. that would be the thing that would set me over. No, it does. It does. Like I've <laughs> I've had like many temper tantrums <laughs> by myself. I'm like, oh, I just want to release the song already. But I'm like, okay, wait, we have to have a plan. There has yeah. to be a plan of action. So like just, you know, just wait a little bit, make sure everything's strategic and then make sure it happens smoothly. But it's my first time doing an album. And that's like, that's definitely the difference. Doing a single is just like kind of, I don't want to say quick and easy, but it's like, I mean, it's literally, one, it's like one twelfth of it, too. Yeah. you know, like yeah. literally. Yeah, actually. And so, um, you know, building a project, building like the story you want to tell is a lot more. It takes so much more. And I'm I'm super extra. Like, I want to do the most. I'm always the person that wants to do the most. So that also <laughs> adds time to it. Because I'm like, I want to do a photo shoot for every song. It's like, really, Raina? I'm like, yes. Um, yeah. So that just, you know, <laughs> puts more more and more time really going the extra mile yep Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm like i want to do it i see it it's gonna take a lot more work but at the end of the day i'm gonna be happy that i've done it and i've accomplished it so we just going we just gonna have to do it and Mm -hmm. get it done it pays off in the long yeah it's gonna work i feel like it's definitely gonna work out i want to do something that's like actually iconic and that will like live on after me and that takes like a lot of intentionality. In my head it does. So um I try to make sure that every like photo shoot, every every song, every everything is super intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Well you definitely are doing that. Thank you. I feel like I feel like it it's been like I feel like I think it's been like a year probably since I released a song a song, I wanna say. And then I'm actually getting to do like my first like official music video. And doing all the planning for that. So that's so exciting. Yeah, it really is. Like when you actually, it's well, <laughs> during it, it's not always exciting for me because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this, 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 this. But seeing it after and seeing like the, the creation, Final project, yeah, so. come to life, that's the exciting part for me. When did you notice things starting to take off? Definitely when Carrie Underwood posted a video of me singing one of her songs. That is so cool. Yeah. And she, she was amazing for giving me like her platform. And so from there and then having other other country artists like support me and get behind me and then uh, doing the Charlie Pride special with Luke Combs, then touring with Reba and all of, all of those things, it just gradually started uh, mm-hmm. getting better and leveling up. <laughs> How did Carrie Underwood find your song or the cover? I have n- oh, you know what? 
Because of Mickey Guyton, definitely. Because All Mickey right. posted it first, and then because they know each other, I think Carrie probably saw it on Mickey's page and then put it on her page, and then so it crazy the it was. And um, I mean, that's the power of social media. Like yeah. the reason I'm, I got on the Reba tour was because I did um, a cover of Fancy, and then uh, when I posted on TikTok, she loved it, and then she was like, "I'm gonna add her on the tour." That's so crazy. That's wild. Like that the power is wild. of one the power of like one video or you know? Yeah. And I feel like those are the hardest things to do for me. Like social media and me are like, I don't get it at I all. I feel like you kill it on social media. Thank you. I, I like you don't. really kill it. <laughs> Thank you. I get I, I don't know. Like I don't like I don't like taking photos. Yeah. And um so I'm like, damn, I got to do this like every day. I'm like, uh. But, you know, it's also a part of the job. So it's something I've had, had to like get accustomed to, basically. I feel like you've done such a good job on like TikTok and stuff specifically. Thank you. I appreciate it's it. It's also how people, I think that's probably how I found you, honestly, is TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Like I found everyone on TikTok these mm-hmm. days. I don't even Google anymore. I search on TikTok. <laughs> I actually heard that the other day that people don't Google. Yeah. They go on TikTok or Instagram. And I was like, what? It's crazy. That's, I That's wild to me. I found myself doing it in the past month. I'm like, I really don't Google things. I just go to TikTok. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. I know. <laughs> Google's like my best friend. Okay, so I need to start TikToking more. Like, going, yes. like researching on TikTok. Yes, it actually gives you, because you get videos, you get more. It, it's a better way to do it. Yeah. No more Google. I'm just kidding. I'm like, Google literally owns YouTube. It's my career. Love Google. I really do. But I do it, like, for instance, of, like, things that I wanted to do this week in Nashville. I searched it in TikTok. Because then I could see more. You know? Maybe you could show me how to do that. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a huge thing. It's really (laughs) helpful. Like you, yeah. I feel like I live under, I live under a rock. (laughs) People will tell me stuff and I'm like, I didn't know that that was a thing. They'll be like, this is happening right now. And I'm like, what? You missed Uh, it totally. Yeah, It's kind of a nice way to live though. (laughs) Yeah, depending. I I mean, I should definitely know a lot, (laughs) know a lot more things so I can, you know, be present and current. But at the same time, I'm like, I get so focused on like the art that I'm doing that I like tune out everything, which is not, also not the best thing to do though. At the same time, it's good to have like a there's balance pros of both. and cons. There's some pros <laughs> yeah. to that though. Yeah. What are some other like crazy things that have happened to you, or either like crazy mm-hmm. people that you've met in the past couple of years? Let me think about it. I feel like I've 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 met a lot of um, people that I've grown up listening to in the past year. Like I, I met Chris Stapleton, and he's one so of my, cool. he's like the reason I wanted to be in country music specifically. I'm trying to think of everybody that I mean, of course, Reba and Brothers Osborne. I've I've grown I've I've listened to them the past like four four years and I love their music. Just a lot of people that inspire me. I've been able to meet Little Big Town and then work with Karen Fairchild from there. Like Lady A. Like I feel like I've met so many people. It's hard to keep track. But at the same time, I'm really it's been really cool though, because you know, you grew up listening to people's music and then you actually work with you actually work with those people or you're in the same room and it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. I've been on yes. the right path and I'm actually here with people that have inspired me and inspired my music. It's like you go from looking up to these people to becoming one of like quote yeah, these peers. people. Yeah, peers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you ever not because I think you don't deserve this or no, anything like that, but do you ever like deal with imposter syndrome? Because that you really mm-hmm. are popping off. Like sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. people would just be like intimidated to be around these people. Not at all. Okay, so how do you not deal with imposter syndrome? I hope this doesn't sound egotistical, but it's because I feel like I'm I'm meant to be there. Like I feel I've always like since I was younger, I've always wanted to make history. I've always wanted to like have a career that inspires other people, and I've always wanted to be a legend. So when I'm in the room with 
with these different artists and um, people I look up to, I'm like, good, I should be. Because if I'm not, then I'm not doing something right. No, I love that. There are moments like when I can like doubt my ability and doubt like if I love something that I've, if if I doubt like maybe the kind of sound that I'm producing in terms of which way it's leaning towards. But in terms of like being around other people in the music industry, I don't I don't feel intimidated. I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> Where does that confidence come from? That's a great question. You know, I I honestly don't know. I have to say maybe it's from like my parents like building me up and always encouraging me and inspiring me and always um, just being there for me and telling me how how talented that they think I am and and surrounding myself with that kind of energy because um, it's very weird because outside of music I'm not the most confident person but in terms of like my artistry I've always been like pretty pretty confident I've always believed in myself but I don't know I, I don't know where that comes from. I think I think parents make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that has to, and probably just like growing up and and people saying like, oh, like you sound you sound great, and being like encouraging mm-hmm. and 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 being like, oh, you're gonna be a superstar one day. Like hearing that through the course of my life, I, I'm assuming has to be the thing that's like giving me confidence. Because outside of that, I've never really had a lot of confidence. So it's it's very it's a very weird thing, very weird balance. That's so interesting to have so much comp like to have it in one area, area not and the other. Yeah, especially yeah. with music because music is so vulnerable. I feel like, you know, sure. I think about that. Like, people can say mm-hmm. there's certain things that I would take a lot more offense to, and I feel like right. if I was a singer and those were songs I was putting out, like <laughs> yeah, that it's is, like your heart. <laughs> yes, it's such a labor of love. Like that yeah. is that is like the ultimate confidence to be able to do that that's you know what that's fair like i i've always wanted to like it, like touch people with my music like i i love like adele and i love chris chris stapleton christina aguilera beyonce like they've always made me like feel and i want to make people feel and so on one hand <laughs> i always do have this like little doubt of like oh well people actually like this song like it might be total trash and i just don't know it but at the same time if it's just like one person that can connect to the song and um, can inspire them to do what they love or inspire them in, in in any way, then I'm like, okay, I've done my job. Like, yeah, it is kind of it. It can be a little scary to show people like your music and like, oh my gosh, I hope they don't think it's chess because this is my whole heart right here. But <laughs> you just you don't know until until you put it out there, and then you know, and then you'll find out. And it's also subjective. Like that's the thing. You have to have like tough. You have to be really tough in the music industry because definitely <laughs> that's that's just it's just how it goes. Everybody's not going to like what you do, um, and then there will be some people who do, or a lot of people who do. How do you deal with negative backlash in terms of like my songs? Like if somebody doesn't like my song or something, if someone decides they don't like you or they don't like your song, oh. hate comments on TikTok, just anything negative. I've always been a person that internalizes things, but at the same time. <laughs> What I've told myself, like, because I honestly, I hadn't experienced, like, a lot of negativity. There's been, like, maybe one or two instances where I've seen things on TikTok, and I'm like, that's, oh, that's new. Okay, I'm, okay. So I have to adjust to getting, like, negativity. But I think about, like, people who, like, I love Beyonce. She's my idol. And there's people who who don't like her. And I think that's just crazy to me. So I'm like, there's people who don't like Beyonce. And there's just people who taste. don't like, yeah. <laughs> like, there's people who don't like Beyonce. There's going to be people who don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just, it is what it is. And you just have to, just have to go with it. And I, yeah, I just try not to internalize it the best that I can. 
It depends. I think it also kind of depends on what kind of what kind of hate it is. If it's something that's like about my music, then I'm like, okay, they just didn't like it. It is what it is. If it's um something that's more like personally attacking me, like my appearance or my character. Well, if it's like my appearance, like my hair, like my face, like I don't, I don't really care about that. But it's a part of life. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's gonna be great things that people say, and there's just not. I've just learned that it is, it is what it is. Like. You can't, you can't yeah, you can't change it. You just have to go with it. Like, I signed up for this. I, w- I want to be a famous artist. And with that comes people saying, talking shit. You know, I just have to accept it. Like, it is what it is. So <laughs> when I do, when I do get um, certain comments, I'm like, hey, this is the industry I decided to be in. You kind and of knew up front. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you obviously have very big dreams and goals, which I yeah, love definitely. that in a person. Thank you. Are you someone... Who, like, some people like prayer. Some people like manifesting. Some people Mm -hmm. like affirmations. People Mm -hmm. make five-year plans. Like, how Mm -hmm. do you go about it? Like, what is your process of Mm -hmm. almost, like, willing your life into existence and, like, not woo-woo way necessarily? But, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I do know what you mean. Unless that's your way that you do it. Like, how do you (laughs) approach things, you know? Yeah. I definitely, like, I I, I pray. I I will speak things into existence. But, like, at the end of the day, I, like, just work really hard. Mm -hmm. That's what it is for me. It's, like, taking opportunities when they come my way and and just working hard. Like, that's that's what it's always been for me. Like, I've never had, like, a five-year plan. I will have, like, a... Um, a plan like an album release plan I'm like I need this to happen this and this to happen but in terms of like plans if people will ask me like where, where do you see yourself in like five or ten years I'm like performing at the Super Bowl like that yeah. like I will have Grammys that's a part of the plan but I've never had like a specific like structure to those uh, like to the five or ten year mm-hmm. plan I also I'm actually like kind of an anti five year plan. Mm-hmm. And I okay. think this might come from the fact that I'm like in the digital age. OK, so oh, social media is changing so much. Not that my entire career is social, a lot of it is. But mm-hmm. like things just change so much in life. I feel mm-hmm. like when you're too focused on like a five year plan, it can yep. get a little bit money. That's but I fair. love the way that you do it. Of like, And I also love the confidence that it's and there is. I know you said like, oh, I don't want to sound egotistical. I don't think it sounds egotistical mm-hmm. at all. I think it's incredibly important and also to be able to say that with confidence and then mm-hmm. also like act like, like you are living your life in the way that it's already the, those things are already happening you know I got you yeah and I actually wanted to ask you what's something that like you love the most like what is your dream job what would make you happy honestly like what I'm doing now yeah yeah I think so I like in YouTube podcasting mm-hmm. hosting but it's like I don't even want to go to TV because this is doing better than TV you know like digital age got you yeah. so it's like I, that isn't really like something but I would do like I would love I love country music so I would love mm-hmm. to like host more in country okay I have a clothing brand so like growing that more okay. I eventually my like long term what I really want to do is mm-hmm. I want this is like later I have a lot of different things I want to do at different I live points definitely yep like I would love like a cowboy boot brand you know what I mean like I love like that stuff but Mm -hmm. I like building brands like overall like that's something that I want to do but I I like I like where I'm at Mm -hmm. and I want to continue to be in a career where I have the freedom to do what I want yep you're you're your own boss yes where I love what I do already you know like my favorite thing to do is the podcast my favorite thing totally is a podcast so like I love hosting 
And I would love to expand that more into country specifically. Because no one really is in my world, no yeah. one's really doing country. Like, no, I know, you know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what you mean. Who are some of your favorite artists? Like whether it's country or like outside of country. Who do you love listening I, to? Country is my favorite. That's Who like all love? I listen to. I love Chris Stapleton. He's my favorite. My friend Danny Taylor was just here and I mm-hmm. love her stuff. Like she's so okay. It's just like very empowering. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like love Luke Combs, like everyone else. I love Luke Combs. I, I really love everyone. I was on the Miranda Lambert kick really recently that I was listening mm-hmm. to nonstop. But really, it's country is my favorite. Like, yeah. that's actually all I listen to. I love that. Besides, sometimes I like jazz. I actually went to Nantucket yeah. like a month or two ago. Okay. And I'm like <laughs> on this like coastal grandma playlist. It's like <laughs> yeah. very relaxing, you uh-huh. know? Have you yeah. been to like a lot of festivals or anything like? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I go to concerts all the time. So, I got really lucky because when Mm -hmm. my my uncle works in radio and he has his whole life. So, Mm -hmm. I got to go. Like, Kenzie Elizabeth was born because actually, you'll love this story. We were at the Jingle Ball concert in Dallas. Okay. And he was working. This was like a Kiss FM thing at the time. Okay. And she, we were backstage and I was crying. You remember the guy, Justin, who was on American Idol with the curly hair? I forget his last name. But I was like in like first grade. I was really young at this point and I was wearing Mm -hmm. this like plaid quilted children's plate coat <laughs> yeah. place coat and I was crying because he had autographed something and it flew away in the wind oh, and, you know whatever and yeah. it was like a Christmas concert so it was cold and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. Beyonce comes up to me and compliments my outfit and then all of a sudden I'm finding cured well, and here I am 20 years later yeah <laughs> so I'm like basically I don't even know what you asked but, oh yes yeah, so long story short yes I've gone to I've always grown up at concerts mm-hmm. I love like I went to stagecoach very recently like I love yeah. That stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. I stage, love music. Stagecoach was so hot. It, <laughs> it oh, was so hot. It was so hot. When I performed there, like it was so hot. It was like, I think 108 degrees on the stage. And I had like these rhinestone boots on. And it was like the, the stage was so hot. When I got off the stage, my feet were red and they were swollen. Like it was wild. Because I remember like wow. <laughs> doing my sound check. And I was like, oh, this is this is hot. And then I kind of <laughs> I kind of went around the stage to see if there's any like cool places and there were none. And that was like a I think a 30, 35 minute set that whole time. I was just burning. It was so freaking hot. That is horrible. I get sick every time I go to either like Coachella or Stagecoach. Yeah. I'm a stagecoach girl through and through. Mm-hmm. All the but dust and stuff. The dust. Oh my gosh. I was so I thought I was like maybe having a weird hangover, but uh-huh. I was like, I didn't drink enough. Oh and dehydration. Dehydration. Yeah. And then like it all gets it happens to me every time I go there and I always forget by the way it's so crazy because it's happened multiple times and I get so sick I mm-hmm. hired an emergency IV person I was so desperate that makes sense yeah. I was like there's no way I'm gonna make it I'm literally not gonna make it yeah. if I don't get this done and yeah. that was all like it, I get so sick so I can't even imagine that also with the outfits that you wear too <laughs> that are so cool they're like leather thick. like yeah, that would be tough and it's there. so bad like and I was doing I was like if I'm not mistaken I was me and Nikki Lane were like the first or second to do um, a stagecoach live stream. And so I had, I brought like three, four different outfits because I, I had also like interview Hardy and I interviewed like some other people. And I didn't realize because I'd never been, I'd never been a stagecoach before. So I didn't know how hot it would be. Yeah. And I love to wear black and I love to wear <laughs> like, the, like the super superhero outfits. So the one I wore, I had like buckles. So some of my skin was showing, but. Let me tell you, it was like all, like what I'm wearing today, it was all covered. It was all, it was all covered. I, I was wearing like a dress and boots and Smart I. Smart choice. Yeah. And I was still dying. So I can't even imagine. I also am 
such a wimp in the heat. I am, I am too. so Texan. Mm-hmm. I have a Texas tattoo. I've grown up there. It is my favorite <laughs> place in the entire world. And like, I don't think I can do another August there. And like, I, I love I Texas more than anything. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's not that hot, granted. But it is so hot that yeah. I'm like, I… Because also, Stagecoach is in the desert, by the way. So like, that's why it's worse. It's mm-hmm. very tough. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. And I had… Like, I meant, by the way, to the audience, not by the way to you, by the way. No, no worries. And I had this like bubble… It was like this plastic bubble outfit on that I got. I can't even describe it. It's like see-through and it's all plastic. Also, a very, very bad idea because I was sweating and it oh, was yeah. hot. And it was just like… <laughs> At least now you know. I know, I know. When you're headlining, you'll be like, these are not the outfits that I'm wearing, you know? <laughs> right. I'm going to have like bottles prepped on stage. Yeah, actually. Like, because I see You incorporate I- a hose into the show. That's <laughs> literally. literally something I would definitely yeah, do. You have to. That's so. Sm- I'm doing that. Yeah. Thank you for letting me know. So, so, so when I headline the show, I'm definitely going to have a, a hose. I'm going to have something. Somebody's yeah. going to pour some kind of water on me. Water guns, too. Water guns would be fun. I yeah. would probably tell. So I would ask like somebody from the. From the crowd to come up and then just pour a bottle of water on me. People I'll, I'll think lay that right you're trying stage. to like be sexy, but really you're just trying well, to survive. Both. I want to do both. <laughs> yeah, I want to do both. I do both. <laughs> you're multitasking. Okay, it's been amazing having you on the show today. No, thank you so much. You're thank awesome you so much. to oh talk God, to. Thank you. Seriously, like I wasn't as nervous. That I'm. I always get nervous when I have to talk. I'm like, oh. No, you did a great job. Where can they find you? My Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. It's all the Raina Roberts. So it's T H E R E Y N A, and then my last name is Roberts. And that's that's basically on all my platforms. If you if you go if you Google if you if you do all those things, or if you go to Spotify and and um, Amazon Music, whatever you listen to, um, it's under Raina Roberts. Amazing. And you'll probably see me in a cowboy hat. Yeah, probably. And some rhinestones. You have all the neon cowboys hats, right? I love I do too. those. I had the founder on the show. Yeah, and she's so cool. She's so she's, she's so sweet. So cool. I just texted her the other day, and I was like, because her name's Asia, and I yeah. was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm doing my like first. Official music video. I'm having neon cowboys like boots, yeah. hats. Like it's going down. Um, so that's gonna be fun. Amazing. I love that. <laughs> okay. You. Well, thank you. No, I thank you. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much. I know that you guys love Raina just as much. So I will link her below. Check out her music. Stream it. Follow her. Message her. She's the best. Don't forget to enter the puff bag giveaway by resharing my reel on the Kenzie Elizabeth Instagram and then also commenting your favorite part of today's episode and I'll be picking a winner on Monday. Anyways, I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next week. Actually, on Monday for the Brooke Biccio book episode. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.